Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hello, hello, friend. Welcome back to Fearless and Unleashed. I'm your host, Jeanette Sachs. So today's topic is we're going to talk about the best 10 productivity hacks for work at home moms. I wanted to give you guys some tips and things that you can do in your day to be more productive. I know how it is to have little ones and either be in the beginning stages of launching your business or starting your wellness journey and trying to figure out how to get all these things done when you have little ones running around, needing your attention, food that you have to make, because let's be real, as a mom, you're making snacks and meals 3,000 times a day. And so with a busy mom schedule, you're trying to figure out how to get everything else done, right? So I wanted to give you some tips and hacks that you can do that are really gonna help set up your day for success. Now, before I get started, I do wanna say that a lot of these things are going to be for moms that have a little bit of older kids, not newborns or like brand new babies. The reason I say that is because when you have a brand new baby, you're really not capable of doing what you want and even really setting up routines. You can have some because you're gonna understand like when the baby's asleep and then you'll have like routines that you can do. But let's be real, most of the time that routine is you sleeping because your baby's waking up at all kinds of times during the day and night. And so anytime where the baby is asleep, you're probably needing to go to sleep as well. So I want you to just give yourself some grace if that's you right now. If you have a business you're launching or a business you're running, Obviously, if you just had a baby, there aren't any giant fitness goals. You know, you have to give your body time to rest and recuperate before you can even get back to fitness. So you have to just give yourself some grace and remember that this moment, it goes by so fast. It doesn't feel like it right now, but it just goes by so fast in a blink of an eye. And before you know it, you're going to have more time to get back to your fitness routine, to start working on your health and to get back to your business. So during this time, it's really hard to set up routines and do things because your schedule really does revolve around your brand new baby. But as your baby starts getting older, let's just say from one years and up, because it's really around one years old when the baby now has somewhat of a routine, hopefully. And it's not going to be like that for every child. Obviously, everyone's different, right? But around one years old is when they're sleeping through the night. So now you're able to get more sleep and you probably have an idea of when they take their naps. And so you are able to build some type of routine because now you're sleeping more. So you're able to wake up and do more because now you have energy, right? Sleep is so important. So here's the first thing that I want to say, and I put this as number one because I do believe that this is like what helps me get most of my energy, and that is working out and eating healthy. You want to make sure that you're paying attention to moving your body and putting good fuel inside your body because the food that you eat is what you're going to use as fuel to get through the day. And as a work-at-home mom, you have a lot on your plate. And so you have to find the energy, create the energy that you need to get a lot of things done. 
I still remember the days when I never used to take care of my health and I used to eat whatever I wanted and always feeling tired, always sitting on the couch, exhausted with so many things to do around the house, going to work, but I was just too exhausted. And when I started changing the way that I was eating and I started moving my body, I realized my energy was so different. And so nowadays I can get a lot done. And let me tell you something that I was thinking about yesterday that I think a lot of people wouldn't want to hear, but it's really the truth. A lot of times we see online messages about how exhausted we are as women, as moms, because we have so much to do. And we do. We really, really do. But we also need to give ourselves credit for how much we actually can do. And we need to realize that we are so capable of so much more, not in the way of putting pressure on yourself to do the most and overextend yourself and feel exhausted, not in that way, but in a positive way, looking at the ability that you have, that you are an extremely strong woman. We are capable of so much more. And when we take care of the vessel that we have, which is our body, when we move our bodies, when we eat healthy, we gain so much energy. And it's in that moment that you realize, wow, I can get a lot done because now you're taking care of your vessel. So I'm all for giving myself grace when I'm exhausted. I take days off. I do what I need to do to get back to it. But I also... And very real with myself. And when I'm not feeling like doing it, maybe I haven't been eating healthy. I always have those real talks with myself and remind myself how capable I am. Because you guys, I can tell you, I can take care of my business. I can take care of my home. I can do things for my kids. There are days where I'm just like, wow, like I got a lot done. And then there's days where I didn't get much done. And I always look back and go, okay, how was it that on Monday I was able to knock out so much stuff, but then... Wednesday, I barely did anything. And it's always in the energy that I had. It's always in what I've been doing in my routines, what I've been watching, what I've been listening to, what I've been eating. I always can pinpoint where I went wrong and why I wasn't able to knock out as much. And a lot of times it's also just not being organized. So that leads me to number two. Number two is routines for everything, especially morning routines. I never used to be a morning person. I used to try to sleep in and I used to have a hard time waking up. And then I became a morning person. I started training myself to do it and I naturally wake up in the morning now. My morning routine saves me. I do a lot of stuff in my morning routine, starting with just giving back to myself. That is when I do my personal development. That is when I read my Bible. That is when I'm just like quiet. It. I take a look at my schedule of what I need to do that day. I add anything that I need to add to it or change anything I need to change. But it's really what sets up my day and what sets up my intention. So morning routines are amazing. But realistically, having routines for everything. When your baby's taking a nap, you should have a routine of what you're going to do. If you're blocking out time to do your work, you need to know exactly what work you need to do. At nighttime, you should have a nighttime routine. I'm sure you probably have one with your baby now, right? Where you guys start turning the lights down to get the baby ready for bed. You do a bath and you have the baby relax. You maybe do a story time. You have your routines with your child. You need a nighttime routine as well. When you set up routines in your whole day for everything that you do, you're not going to sit there and question, what do I do? You're going to know. Once you do that routine over and over and over, it becomes a habit and you're automatically going to know just the same way that some people wake up and they automatically put their workout clothes on without even thinking, do I really want to work out today? It's just part of their routine that they do every day. And so make sure you're setting up routines in every area of your life 
include your baby's routines, obviously, in there for when they give you that time block. You know, they're going to bed at this time, so I'll be able to do this. They take nap at this time, so I'll be able to do this. My husband comes home at this time, so I can give him the baby, and then I can have an hour or two to do this. There's definitely some things that you can do. You're definitely going to need help. You're going to have to ask other people to step in because you can't do it all. But the routines are really going to save you. Number three is to write it all down. Make sure that you schedule your week ahead of time the week before. I like to do this on Sundays. And I also always have an idea of what's going on in the month so that I'm able to plan for events and things that I'm launching. And then you also want to have three of the top priority things on your list every single day. And just focus on doing at least those three. But make sure that those are the three priorities, the things that are really going to move things forward. And then every day, pull up your planner and don't look at anything else that is not on your planner for that day. Tip number four is to do one thing at a time. A lot of times we think that we can multitask and do multiple things, but that's really not true. It's actually counterproductive to try to do multiple things at the same time, and you end up not really doing a good job in either one. So focus on one thing at a time. You will be surprised how quickly you finish that task and how good of a job you did because you were fully focused on that one thing. Tip number five is to save yourself time and cook one meal for the entire family. I cannot tell you how many people I've talked to that are losing their minds trying to make a healthy meals for themselves while they're still making other meals for the family. And then the kids, if you have three kids, all three kids like to eat different things. And so now you're making three different things. It is a lot to do that. And it's going to drive you insane. You're going to feel like you're in the kitchen all day. And hey, if you love to cook and you don't mind that and that works for you, then great. Most people, including myself, we don't want to spend all day cooking meals. We want to go in there, cook a nice meal that we love and enjoy, and we're putting that out for the whole family. And I want you to remember this too. If it's important for you to eat healthy, it's definitely important for your children to eat healthy and your husband to eat healthy as well. So this isn't, if you are on a wellness journey, this isn't a journey just for you. You have to remember that you may start the journey, but it's also going to trickle down into the people that you love, and that's your family. I actually learned this trick a long time ago before I even got into coaching and health. I learned it from my daughter, my second daughter. She was going through a stage where she wasn't trying to eat and she was little. She was probably maybe three. She wasn't trying to eat the food that we were cooking. So I found myself always having to replace something. And I remember going to the doctor and telling him that there were things that she wouldn't eat. And so he said, okay, and when she doesn't eat them, what do you do? Do you make something different? And I said, yes, because if I don't, she won't eat. And he said, and that's why she keeps doing it because you keep giving her something different that she does want. She knows that's what you're going to do. So she's going to put up a fight and not eat what you put on the table. And I said, okay, what if I put that down and she doesn't eat it? What do I do if she doesn't eat? She has to eat. And he said, your child will eat when she's hungry. She's not going to go days and days and days without eating. If she doesn't eat that meal, she'll be fine. And I know some of you guys are going to be like, no, that is not okay. I thought it was a little crazy too. I've actually had a couple experiences like this where doctors told me something and it was like tough love lesson type of things and me thinking like this doctor is tripping, but I tried it and it freaking worked like a charm for this one, I did. I took his advice. I started putting food down. She would fight it off. And then when I stopped giving her options on something else, that is when she stopped giving me a hard time about what I was giving her to eat. And she would just eat what was on her plate. 
So mama, save yourself some time, make one meal, have the conversation with your husbands. I did that too when I started changing the way we were eating as a family. When I started my wellness journey, I just sat down with my husband and I told him, hey, we need to eat healthier. In order for me to be successful at this, I need you to eat the same stuff that I'm making because it's going to be really hard for me to not want to eat what we normally eat if you're eating it and I'm here trying to eat healthy. Like it has to be a family thing. And with my children, I let them know we were going to try some healthy, fun things. And I explained to them why it was important to eat healthy. But I didn't ask them for permission. You guys are children. You're going to eat what I put on the table. And they enjoy it. They love what I make. It's not a big deal. We're all so used to it already. So it's just our everyday normal life now. Tip number six is to hire a VA if possible. You can hire a virtual assistant to help you with your business and hand over some of the things. Delegate some of the things that you already do that take up a lot of your time and just hand it over to a virtual assistant. You can also hire someone to come into your home to help you. You can hire a nanny. You can hire someone to clean your house. You can hire someone to do grocery shopping. You can hire someone to do your laundry. I mean, ladies, nowadays we can literally hire someone to do everything for us. So if it's possible for you to do that and you're driving yourself crazy and you're not able to figure it out, then invest in that because that alone is going to give you the time to go, okay, let me get this figured out for my life so that you don't give up on your goals, so that you don't give up on your business and so that you can have some peace of mind. That is why you started a business. That is why you make the income to be able to invest it and spend it and give yourself peace in your life, right? So if you're able to, if you're in a position where you are able to hire people, then go for it. And I know some of you are like, oh, that's great for them. But what about me? I'm just starting. I don't have the income to hire a VA or hire people to come and clean my home. Here's the thing. A lot of people don't. So don't fall into the trap of, oh, well, I can't build a business because I don't have someone to hire to do this and this and that. Let me tell you something. A lot of people don't. Most women start and they juggle all the things because they're just starting just like you. So what you need to do is you need to ask for help with the people that are around you right? Take all the tips that I'm giving you, set up your routines, do what you need to do, do what you're capable of doing and challenge yourself not to fall in this cycle of being a little bit lazy and like watching TV and not getting to things because when you delay those things, that's when you're going to feel like the day just left and you didn't get into any of the things you need to do. So challenge yourself in that way so that you're able to use your time productively, but also understand and be okay with the fact that you are just one person and you're not going to be able to do everything. So you have to ask for help. Your mom, your siblings, your friends, your husband, his family, the grandparents, people are willing to help you. You just have to ask. And I know sometimes for us, it's a little uncomfortable to even ask for help, but you have to do it. That's the only way that you're going to be able to manage all the things and complete the tasks that you put in front of you. Tip number seven for those of you working online is to repurpose your content. You do not need to be in all the platforms creating content for all the different platforms. In fact, you really don't even need to be in every single social media platform that there is. Pick two that you like and stick to those and then repurpose your content. And what I mean by repurposing is if you're posting something on Instagram, go ahead and post that on Facebook as well. If you're doing a training on a Facebook group, record it and use the audio for your podcast. You don't need to recreate things. You can repurpose your content. This is going to save you so much time. 
Tip number eight is to learn to say no so that you're not overextending yourself. It's really easy to overcommit to things because you want to. You have it in your heart to be there and help everyone and be there for everyone, right? Especially as a mother, like you want to take care of people, especially people around you that you love. But you constantly saying no is putting you in a situation where you are losing your mind because you have no time to do anything. And when you say yes to someone, say your sister comes and says, hey, I really need you to take me here tomorrow. And you had in your schedule that the baby is going to grandma's. So you're going to have some time to work on this project for your business. But now you said yes to your sister. Now she took that block of time when your sister could have gone and asked a cousin or a brother or a mom. She probably could have found someone else to help her. Now what happens? Yeah, you do your sister a favor, which is great, but now you didn't do the thing that you were gonna do for your business. Now you're back, the baby's back, your whole week is super busy, and now you're beating yourself up because you didn't get to what you were supposed to get to, which was a priority in your life. So you have to learn how to say no. Saying no is not a mean thing. It's not like you're saying, no, I'm not going to help you. No, you could just be like, you know, I would love to, but I actually have something that I'm working on tomorrow and it's the only day that I can get it done. So can you find someone else to help you? Like you can say no and be honest. You're only one person and your things matter. Stop putting the things that are a priority to you in the back burner. We constantly put our things in the back burner and we put other people's things in front of that and make those a priority. And then we wonder why we don't reach our goals. Then we wonder why we don't have enough time. Then we wonder why we're not taking care of ourselves. And it is because you're putting others first all the time. It's okay to put people first sometimes, but not if it's taking over the things that are a priority to you that make you feel your best and that help you reach your goals. Tip number nine is a really easy one, and that is to say goodbye to reality TV. Listen, friend, let's just sit down and chat about this for a second. I'm all for TV. I get it. You know, that was the first thing people told me to is say goodbye to TV and work on your goals. It's true. You have to look at things and go, well, which one is more important, TV or me sitting down and working on my goals? And too many people say they don't have time. Yet, they are so up to date in every single show that comes out on Netflix. They have watched all the seasons, seven seasons, 26 episodes each, and yet they say they don't have time. So let's just call BS on that. And then there's reality TV. What does reality TV do for you? It numbs your brain and you're just sitting there stuck watching other people not even live their lives because it's not real. And then you're stuck and addicted to these shows and you're using up all of your time for that instead of going and working out, instead of working on your business so that you can grow your business. So just say goodbye to reality TV is doing nothing for you besides the fact that it's taking up your time and wasting your time and not allowing you to use your time and do things that are going to be productive for your life. Does this mean that you're never going to be able to watch TV? No, it doesn't mean that. You're going to find a flow. You're going to find a routine where you're knocking things out. You're showing up for what you need to do. You're showing up for your priorities first. And then you're going to find times where you're like, oh, I can watch a show here and there. You're going to go back to it. I promise you. It's not going to go away forever. But when you are literally not having a lot of time in your day because you're raising babies and you're trying to manage all the things, something has to give. And these are the things that are called sacrifices. But let's be real. Is it really a sacrifice? You know, these are the things that you're going to have to sacrifice. Is TV, going to clubs, hanging out, partying, those things can be put on hold for now while you build your future. 
And listen, when your business is thriving, when the kids have grown up a little bit, so you're not stuck on like a baby schedule, when you have the money coming in and everything's flowing, you're going to have time to go out and hang out and party and watch TV and do everything else. But what's going to happen if you don't do that, right? What's going to happen if you prioritize partying and watching reality TV right now versus building your business or taking care of your health? What's going to happen is your future is not going to look very bright. Your future is going to be you being unhealthy and broke with no business, with nothing because you prioritize the wrong things. Tip number 10 is to turn off your social media notifications and schedule a time block of when you're going to be on social media and making sure that when you're on social media, you're not on social media, just randomly scrolling, looking at everything that just is in front of you in that screen. You have to schedule your social media time. You don't need to be on social media all day. You can say, okay, so I'm going to go online to post what I need to post to show up for my work, right? Because if you're building a business online, that is your work. You're going to do what you need to do. You're going to respond to your DMs. You're going to share about whatever project you have coming up. You're going to share the things and then you're going to get out and you're going to move on to the next task. You're not going to sit there and scroll and then go see what so-and-so is doing and then pull up all these people's profiles that you don't even know and just randomly watch stories like it's TV. That's not what you're going to do because there goes your whole day. You're going to use social media for what it is, which is work. You're going to use it with a purpose and you're going to forget about mindlessly scrolling because you don't have time for that. And when you use social media for this, you know what else you're going to be able to prevent? The comparison. Because if you're in a place right now where you have the babies, you're struggling trying to figure out a routine, you're probably sleep deprived, you're not feeling your best because you can't go back to fitness yet, right? Which, hey, remember, you just had a human. It's okay. Our bodies go through a process. It's going to get back. Don't put that pressure on yourself when it comes to your body, please. You should be empowered and feeling amazing that you literally just pushed a human out of your body. That one body that you have that you need to take care of just created another human being. So you should be proud of that and don't beat yourself up for what your body looks like right now. But what I was trying to say is when you make sure that this is how you're using social media, it's also going to remove the comparison because in the moment that you're in right now, it's really easy to compare yourself to everyone else. You don't need to do that. So just make sure that you are using your social media responsibly. You're setting up a time block of when you're going to be there and that you know what you're going to do while you're on there. And then get out and move on to your other task. And that is how you're going to get through your day and sit down at the end of the day and go, wow, I did it. I got a lot of things done. I took care of my priorities and now I got to do it again tomorrow. And you keep doing that. And before you know it, it does become your everyday routine and you are able to get things done. And the more you do it, the faster you get at it. And then you're able to add more things. And that's just how it works. But it does take some sacrificing. It does take removing things that are not serving you out of your life right now and be more mindful of how you use your time. All right, my friend, I hope that this episode helps you. Please do me a favor and share it on your social media. That is how you can support the podcast so that it continues to grow and we continue to change lives and help other people. So if you can share it on Instagram and tag me, I would love to see it. My Instagram is Jeanette Sachs and I hope to see you there. All right, have a good day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.